Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your best friend, your roommate, Zach Lyman of the Zach Lyman Podcast. Here I am. We're here. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in once again on this podcast. We're doing it Monday through Friday this week. That's right. Literally every single day of the week, we are here doing it. And then maybe next week, too. I don't know how I... We'll, we'll see. When we get there, there'll be a road we cross. A road we cross? A bridge we cross when we get there. And guys, I am excited because I'm I'm pumped doing this podcast. I got so much energy inside of my body, and I just want to get to know strangers and be like, that's why you do that thing you do? That's amazing. Tell me more. Ah, I'm so stoked you're back. Thank you, guys, for tuning in every single day. And uh, today we have a great guest. My friend Jacob, he does improv. Uh, and you, you got, if you know me well enough, I don't know improv so I'm always like just blown away anytime I get to talk to an improviser. I'm just like, how do you do the make me ups? Tell me, tell me your secrets. And uh, Jacob tells me his secrets on this podcast episode. And uh, what a great time! He's such a great guy. I love seeing him around doing stand up and doing improv, and uh, just a, a good pal. Let's get right into it right now. Jacob, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Zach. This is great. Uh, I'm, I'm so I'm, excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I love when I get to have like my actual friends on, and then there's there's less pressure of being like, please like me. You know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's more... Yeah. <laughs> we have a general mutual... Uh, camaraderie. Camaraderie. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a great way of saying it. Um, so how, we know each other from the open mics, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I started doing open mics again uh, around mid last year. And then yeah. I, I kept seeing you around. Um, I would met Savannah through um, some improv friends. Yeah. And then we kind of, me and you kind of were just hitting the mics together and yeah. became, became yeah, buds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you were uh, you were coming to a show that I was running for a while, and uh, late lunch, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, our friendship started with that, and then through quarantine, we've been in a a group chat, I think I would call it, of yeah. comedians, and we've just been keeping each other updated, and uh, at first it was like joke writing, and then now we've kind of evolved to being like thoughts on specials what are you yeah. what have you been watching <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> being our brains active and being like we're all comedians remember remember when <laughs> things used to be funny <laughs> remember when we had jokes yeah i met some people this week and they asked what i did and i was like i i'm a retired comedian <laughs> and they're like i don't know what and i'm like yep <laughs> like, uh, hold it there that's great yeah Um, retired is you know a nice way of putting it yeah yeah. uh so how long have you been doing stand-up um let's see i started stand-up probably about six months after i started improv okay um and i went on stage and i was like fully expecting to bomb uh, mm-hmm. But then part of my brain was like, I think I'm actually going to do really well. And I went <laughs> upstage and then I completely bombed, like yeah. sweating, like my hands were shaking. I was supposed to do five minutes. I think I did three. And then I didn't do stand up for like probably another three or four months. Oh, um, no. But it then shook you that much, huh? it shook me. It shook me. Uh, because I, I kind of, when I started doing improv, uh, there was something about it that I just kind of like picked up right away. And obviously when you start improv, you're not good, but I feel like I kind of developed an understanding of how to do it pretty easily. Yeah. Stand-up was not that way. Okay. So when I went back to it, I was like, all right, I know I'm going to suck for a while. I'm just going to start writing jokes and going up and just kind of grinding. Um, and I did that for a while. I did that for probably about a year and a half. And then I took a little break. Mm. And then came back to it last year. Okay. Okay. So, um, 
do you think it's do you think it's because stand-up is so solo that it shook you or just like oh like every moment i'm up here alone (laughs) there's no one to be like handing it off to like in Uh and this is coming from someone that doesn't do improv so no no that's totally that's you know the right observation you know because when you go up and do improv you're with a team and you know you're there for each other like if somebody you know says something that falls flat you know you can kind of save each other but a stand-up no it's just you (laughs) and when you go up there and you tell a joke it's like this is a joke that i think is funny and then nobody laughs and you're like oh i guess i'm just not funny you're like that's all i have that's all i had i just had that idea i don't have a new spin on that idea (laughs) right now (laughs) Guys, I'm on the only writer. For this <laughs> Nobody's gonna uh, it, save me. It was me alone in the meeting, and we yeah. all agreed that it was okay. And I took it here. <laughs> Listen, everyone in the writers' room thought it killed. It killed in the one man writers' room. <laughs> me alone at that coffee shop. It killed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. So do you? You do you love? stand up just as much as you love improv i know this is like asking you what child you love more but do you, yeah is there one that you lean towards or i'm just i'm getting into the nitty-gritty right now yeah no let's get into it yeah so you know i i do stand or i do improv pretty regularly like i'm on a house yeah. team at the torch um there's a theater in chandler called improv mania that i uh i perform at pretty regularly um for me, the way I think about it is improv is a lot more fun. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost like just a way of hanging out with, with people that I enjoy hanging out with, but just on stage and we're just doing wacky, wacky bits and it's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, Stand up is probably less fun, but more rewarding. <laughs> okay. Like when, when you like write a joke and you edit it to the point to where it gets a laugh every time like that feels so much better than like the best improv show that I've ever done you know mm. what I mean yeah so it's like I love them both for two different reasons yeah 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 do you see yourself going for one more than another like like uh I guess career wise where you're like oh, I could really see myself carrying improv or carrying stand-up or you know uh well there's <laughs> Like no professional improvisers. Like that's not really a thing. No? I mean, I feel like you know, we we just had like our first improv Netflix special, right? With the, the oh, middle ditches Schwartz. That is true. You're right. Like that, there isn't like there's no the one first... calling for it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And All most right. improvisers are doing it to help kind of like their comedic acting or their writing. Um, yeah, you know, plenty of writers on you know these famous TV shows are improvisers. Plenty of um, you know actors that you know that are like really funny actors have been have gone through improv. But improv itself as like a profession is doesn't exist at yeah. this point, really. Okay, um, it's kind of it reminds me of uh, this shows how little I know about improv. But like it reminds me of like in the 60s and 70s how like comedians were just like lounge acts where they're like no that's just the guy that brings up the next act basically like yeah like it's like weirdly hosting for uh music artists like (laughs) yeah yeah. for sure that's not a job that's just the guy that shows up yeah and it'll yeah it'll be interesting to see kind of how improv evolves um especially after all this you know I, i don't know how (laughs) <laughs> inside baseball we want to go but you know a lot of improv theaters are the big ones are you know closing or restructuring yeah. and so the improv world is kind of up in the air right now yeah 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 that's kind of what i've gathered uh is that like i i know yeah some are closing i've read about that um yeah it's just such a world i don't know and like a lot of my friends do it and i go and i enjoy watching the shows but i'm like I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like in the audience being like, this is great because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Nobody on stage knows what's happening either. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
you're in good company. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. So during this time, I know that you've been, you took like some sketch writing classes. Yeah, so, I did. Yeah. Um, so I, when, uh, when all this happened, UCB, um, which is a theater in, you know, LA and New York, they started doing basically all their classes online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had a sketch class that originally was going to be in person. Um, but then they changed it to online and I signed up, uh, immediately. Um, okay. I didn't even really think about it. I was just like, I need something to do. I'm signing up for this sketch class. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Um, I didn't really think about it because it was at like 3 PM on Fridays <laughs> and I still work like a nine to five <laughs> job. <laughs> and I was like, it'll be fine, whatever. And then the next week, my boss was like, hey, why don't we have like a, a meeting every week, Friday at three o'clock? And I was like, oh, God damn. <laughs> so, uh, it, did you it write was, them back and say that you had a, you, you, you have a sketch class you're going to be at? <laughs> I did not. I, I managed to go through the entire eight weeks just kind of like sometimes I would kind of be late to the sketch class. Sometimes I would try and do both at the same time. <laughs> so I would have like one meeting on like one computer and then the sketch class on another computer. It was wild. I, I can't believe I didn't get caught. <laughs> That's, I love that idea. <laughs> I love the idea of you pitching your sketch to the wrong meeting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But so here's what I'm thinking. You have this asshole boss that's like yeah. rating his employees and then oh wait. Sorry. Sorry, Jeff. Oh, is my mic on? Uh, uh, sorry, what? Right, we're getting interference, I think. That's funny. So you eight weeks is a long time to do literally yeah. anything for me. Uh yeah. That's a commitment of eight So uh, you had to write sketches, you had to put sketches together, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And then I know you have like a big project. Uh, was there two questions? Would you do it again? And second question, would you recommend it to people? Uh, I would, it was hard. I'll tell you that. Like writing a sketch a week is I think writing anything is always going to be a difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, just the discipline of writing is, is hard. Yeah. But having to write a sketch a week was pretty tough. Um, like, I got through it, but some of those sketches were just god-awful. And I would, like, I would open with, like, I, I wrote this sketch, like, five minutes before we started. Like, this is this It's still is on the napkin. You're it's like, still on the napkin, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like casting it because basically what we would do is we would all write a sketch and then we would read through it. We would, we would cast, okay, you play this, you play this, and then they would perform your sketch. And obviously it was all in Zoom. Okay. But, you know, we're like, like looking at each other and, okay, you play this character. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, but you're going to be the, you know, racist uncle number two. Like this is... <laughs> I'm not proud of this sketch. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but rough. I think it's rough. I think everybody was kind of the same way. Um, but it was interesting for me because originally it was supposed to be an in-person class and then they mm. changed it last minute to online. So yeah. everybody else was in LA. Um, and I was the only person that wasn't. <laughs> so it was, part of me was kind of intimidated. Like, oh, these are LA people, you know, they're going to be, yeah. way better and some of them were really good and some of them were like me like just kind of figuring it out so i felt like okay you know we're not nice they're not all professional screenwriters or something mm-hmm. which there were a few <laughs> i'm like oh that these hurts. are very good <laughs> these are very good oh, here's my full house sketch uh, <laughs> and you're like great uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man um so would you recommend it to people to do? I would. I don't know that I would pay what I paid for it because UCB mm. is so, so expensive. Um, it, for me, it, it was just the investment that was like, 
you know, I paid this much money for it. I better write these sketches, you know? Um, and that was the biggest thing for me. A lot of it was kind of the UCB style, which if you're not familiar with UCB style, basically um, you, you open up on a, a scene, uh, you have kind of the setup, the, the base reality of the scene, and then you introduce one unusual thing. And the whole thing is just playing with that unusual thing, heightening it um, to the point where it can't be heightened anymore. And then usually there's kind of a button where you kind of back off a little bit and then you hit it again. Okay. Um, I always give the example of the Key and Peel substitute teacher sketch. Yeah. It's kind of like the perfect sketch. Um, you know, as soon as you, you know, see the substitute teacher, you know, and he's like, ah, I'm from the inner city, whatever. And then you see this class of just white kids. And you yeah. know exactly what this, the sketch is going to be. And as soon yeah. as he mispronounces the name and then he mispronounces more and more and it escalates, escalates. And at the end, you have a button of, uh, you know, he calls a name and uh, he, you have uh, Jordan Peele's like, yep, present, you know. And yeah. He's like, thank yeah. you. Thank you for <laughs> yeah. normal guy. That like uh, relief of it all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a little twist at the end usually. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I only signed up for one class lately and I've never taken classes. Like I've never done like stand-up classes or sketch or anything that really uh, just like workshoppy free things that you can show up to I've done in the past. But I signed mm -hmm. up for one and it was for writing and then I got there on the Zoom and it already happened because I didn't understand oh, no. time zones. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> I, was like, I just made a nice donation to a, <laughs> to a company. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a, a similar experience when I started the sketch class uh, because like I said, it was very last minute. Like it was the day that it was supposed to start that I signed up. Oh, okay. Uh, so they didn't have time to like process my um, enrollment. So I didn't get the link to join the meeting until like it was basically over. Uh, so like I was emailing everyone like, hey, it's supposed to start. Like I don't have a link. Yeah. They finally send me a link five minutes before it's going to end. I jump on and everyone's like, who are you? <laughs> like, who is this person? Yeah. Did you, wrong group? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it started kind of awkwardly, but. Yeah. Uh, are you going to, are you going to continue writing sketches now from like getting that base and you're like, I think this is something I'll enjoy doing forever? Or? Yes. I much prefer writing with a group though. Um, so like at the end, toward the end of the class, our sketches were more collaborative and that yeah. I really enjoyed, um, because, you know, it was really about, you know, coming together with an idea, you know, throwing out, uh, uh, pitches and, and kind of, um, working together to form something that, you know, was going to be really funny. Um, that I would love to start, you know, in Phoenix kind of like yeah. a, write, a sketch writing group, I think would be, you know, really, really cool. And, and I know there are some sketch writing uh, groups in Phoenix, yeah. but there really isn't a big sketch scene here, which is part of the reason why I really wanted to take it because I feel like um, that's one element of comedy that, that we're kind of missing in the AZ scene. I, I agree, you know, like that's, um, like when I was, I, I, I wrote sketch longer than I've done standup, you know? Yeah. But it was like heavily when I started do it, like I wrote some sketches and it led me to doing standup. And then I like continued the sketches for years. And then when my friends moved away or changed lives, uh, like I, I stopped doing so many sketches, but like I loved doing it. And I think that's like the the reason AZ is probably missing it is just because that like very much of like, oh, I have my writing group. You don't want to like, you know, you don't, it, it can be scary or 
uh, hard to like find others that also may want to write with or want to write with you or kind of like build a community around because it's very like for me at least I stopped writing them when like uh, one of my friends moved away and he was like my writing partner and I was just like well I'm you know that was the only person I liked writing with (laughs) yeah you know so it's I it's very much a relationship based thing that's that's hard Mm -hmm. to just grow and i can i can see why phoenix will be missing that yeah Yeah. hopefully after all this we can figure something out or or during it like honestly i feel like sketches is one of those comedy forms that uh you don't i mean you don't need to do it live Um, the way that our class was structured it was structured around doing live sketch but you know you can turn that into digital sketch um 100% 100% easily and I think I don't know maybe that's uh maybe that's kind of where the future of comedy is heading I don't yeah. know I keep thinking like how is comedy going to change um you know because of this pandemic you know yeah. what what innovations are going to happen and so like I think sketch is probably one of them I don't I don't see why not you know yeah my friend Phil it seems like he's releasing like a very one man sketch uh, a day. And it seems like from my, like his setup is like his camera and he's probably using like zoom because he's doing like the virtual backgrounds. Okay. And then he's just like creating a character with one virtual background. And so it's been like, you know, class you know something where you're you would be standing in front and talking to groups of people often or mm-hmm. maybe like interview stuff so he's kind of like but it's like so many and i'm like this obviously inspired him a certain way to turn all of this into like being able to do it on zoom probably uh so yeah it's it that, i don't think he would have been releasing as many sketches if this wasn't all happening you know yeah so that's that's it is it is changing comedy for sure 100 percent um yeah i would but if jacob if you start a sketch group thing here i i'd be more than happy to join uh, let's do it, let's <laughs> I, would, do it. I would totally write some sketches with you that'd be yeah i don't know how i'd film it or edit but you know, i know we'll I'm have here. to figure that out <laughs> yeah <laughs> I got ideas. They're not all good, but I got some. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah. A bad idea is though, like a bad idea for a sketch is so close to being a good idea for a sketch, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes uh, I've had sketches where it didn't work out and then like someone has edited it in a certain way where it's like really funny, where they just found horrible moments and just amplified that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> There's so many things you can do. Just fix it in post. Is all fix it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Take the Star Wars approach. Yeah. Yeah. So you started doing improv in Phoenix. Yep. In Chandler. In Chandler. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Basic. I started probably almost four years ago. Okay. Um, my wife Laurel bought me um, improv classes at a local theater, Improv Mania for christmas i know yeah she's basically like you know uh you need way too much validation for me (laughs) to handle like you need way more attention than i can give you here go do improv and i was like okay yeah um so so i started doing improv there you know fell in love with it um i loved performing i loved just being creative and being weird like when i started doing improv I was, you know, the class was once a week. I would go to class, loved it. And then when I was, when I would leave the theater and walk to my car, I would be so depressed because I was like, I have to wait another week until I can do improv again. Like I was so addicted to it that it was, uh, I don't know. Like I knew like, oh, I'll probably be doing improv for, for a long time. Yeah. That's great. Um, that's a great. Yeah. That's a that's a great story, and I like, I like that. Com- uh, that's because like when I started doing stand up, I started like in Phoenix, and mm-hmm. then I moved to a city that had way less open mics, oh, and okay. I remember that feeling of being like, I could do less open mics, it'll be fine. 
And then uh, I like left an open mic and it went okay. But like uh-huh. I thought of a better way for like one of the jokes to work and I go, I gotta wait until next week yes. <laughs> to do this new Yes. <laughs> it's frustrating. Uh, just being bummed out, being like, oh, I gotta, three days. I gotta wait three whole days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm retired. Very frustrating. Now I'm retired. <laughs> Involuntarily. Of, yeah, just writing a lot of novels, you know, just writing yeah. a lot of <laughs> memoirs. <laughs> oh yeah, same. Me too. I've written so much. I've written nothing. I have yeah. nothing. <laughs> I've just written rants on Facebook. That's the only writing oh. I'm doing. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like new ways to spend my money. That's all I've been doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, I could buy a boat. <laughs> <laughs> and then all day I'm like, where would I store this boat? <laughs> Let me go look at these boats. Let's go look at boats. I don't want to, I don't want a boat. <laughs> I could see you living in like a houseboat. Yeah. Yeah. I could live in a houseboat for sure. I would love, so cool. I I, uh, I love the idea of buying a houseboat, having it on a lake, and then driving it to the middle of the lake, putting down an acre, and being like, "This is where I live now." Just in the so middle. <laughs> <laughs> and just every once in a while, people come by. Are you okay? And I'm like, "This is just. I'm home. This is my house. Yeah. <laughs> Are we neighbors now? Are we neighbors? <laughs> We're coming for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very lonely." <laughs> I've been out here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of gas. Uh, <laughs> Could you? Would you ever live in like a RV or boat or anything like that? I was. I went through a phase for a month or two where I was researching like RVs and like uh, tiny homes, like trailers. Yeah. Uh, my wife wouldn't buy it. Uh, I was <laughs> like, we could totally make it work. Like, look, they you know, renovated this whole van and you know, they have running water and solar power. And she's like, we have two kids and two yeah. dogs. Uh, yeah. She's like, you can buy it, but you can live in it and just like park in front of the house. I'm like, that's where you can stay. <laughs> but, oof. Right, so that's just, the ultimatum. <laughs> I'm just going to go to these improv classes you buy. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That's like uh, uh, I went. I've gone. I've looked at so many RVs in my life. From like I lived in an RV, and then uh, so the whole shopping of it all. And uh, it's so funny that you show up to these people's houses, and they live in like a great great house, and then they bought this like RV, and then they all do the exact same thing. They tear out everything. They just go, let's Why? clean slate the inside. Let's just tear it all out. And I'm going to learn how to cut wood. And, and then you get there and you see that they tore it all out. And they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know at all what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know how to cut wood. What made yeah. me think I could cut wood? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Where they're just like, uh, yeah, so I'll get to these houses. And they're just like, have everything torn out. And they'll be like, yeah, you know, it was a dream of mine. And then, <laughs> and then it sat here for a while. And now they're just like trying to get in like big RVs or like people will give them away because they're like, no one wants really? like these huge RVs. So you can go look at like a class A 33 feet and they're like, yeah, I didn't realize I'd be like driving a bus. You know, I liked the, I watched the YouTube videos and then I had to drive <laughs> home. And you could just yeah, there's so many. Or you see them. I see those people on the freeway too, when they have the paper plates, and they just bought like a giant Class A RV, uh-huh. and then you, and then they're going like 80 on the freeway, and you get up next to them, and they're just like panic face, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, what did I just do? <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a lifestyle that I, I get not everyone's into. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Especially I couldn't imagine like it was just me in an RV and I was like, This is this is fine. Uh-huh. But then uh anytime I had like friends stay there, I'm like, Oh, this can get quickly out of yeah. control. <laughs> <laughs> anytime you had like a spider that entered the RV, you're like Yeah. It's a little yeah. cramped in here. 
Isn't it? Yeah, and have like company over, and there's like two people, and I'm like, oof, man. Uh, oh. So ugh. when are you guys leaving? Yeah. I'll drive you to your house. <laughs> In my house. You guys tired? Let's get you home. Please leave. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Would you? Uh, would you ever just do like weekend trip RVs? Would you do that? that yeah, like we've actually thought about doing that sometime this summer. Um, like going up to maybe Grand Canyon or, or Horseshoe Bend or something like that in an RV. I don't, I don't know how well I would do. I would probably be the, those people, you know, driving 80 on the freeway, just my knuckles just wiped from yeah. gripping the steering wheel. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't do well driving big vehicles. I first, the first vehicle that I had was my dad's Dodge Ram. Yeah. I, I, I hit so many things in that truck. Are you a- too big for me yeah. i remember one time i was leaving my high school exiting out of the the parking lot and there was like a, a gate that uh you know opened up and as i was leaving i just like swiped the gate and i could just hear it slowly just crunching the side of the truck and i was like oh shit like my dad's gonna be so pissed at me and i get home and uh I, I see that it was on the same side where my dad had actually done the same thing. And so he had also like scraped that side of the truck. And I was like, Oh, maybe it's more like, like father, like son. Like it, it was kind of, yeah. yeah. My dad didn't think it was cute though. Yeah. He noticed it. He did. I didn't think he would notice. He was immediately like, Hey, that scratch is bigger. <laughs> like, you put it there in the first place. Yeah. 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 Maybe it was you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you thought sure. about that? <laughs> yeah. I'm in just fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you, what about like, have you driven like a U Haul or anything like that? Yeah, like when I've moved, but it was uh, a nightmare. It was a nightmare. I feel like every time I've moved, though, I've had dogs, and for some reason, I had the dogs in the front seat, like while I'm trying to operate this, and yeah, and just, like running all over the place. Very distracting. That's because that's what I compare it to, like uh, like the Class C RVs and stuff. I tell people, I'm like, maybe if you're curious, just rent a U-Haul for a day, yeah, and just drive around town, and then be like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. this is not fun. Yeah, this is much harder than I thought. And also, mm-hmm. my other advice is uh, to tell people, never park anywhere they have to back out of. Yeah. Park everywhere, just everywhere you go. Just park somewhere where you can go forward. Because <laughs> Never touch that reverse gear. No, no, never figure that out. And people it's are like, useless. but I got a backup <laughs> camera. And I'm like, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's tall, it's, t- it's got tops, there's quarter of buildings, you don't know. Just don't yeah. do it. <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you guys. Uh, are you guys still pretty on lockdown over there? Or? Yeah, we we are. It's uh, it's not 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 so great. <laughs> We're. I mean, listen. Like I, I try and be, you know. Yeah. Look on the bright side and and look at how a lot of people are are dealing with the same thing with a lot less. So I try not to be a big complainer, but. Uh, inside I'm dying I'm like I just need to go outside I need to go just wandering know. the backyard yeah. <laughs> yeah what's back here oh you know <laughs> uh-huh. yeah man it's uh yeah staying inside is so much fun <laughs> oh man so lucky um yeah so you just been writing scripts and writing sketches and uh you've been doing improv classes or improv jams online and stuff my improv team deborah we had been doing um weekly shows on fridays yeah Um, probably get back to doing that soon but um we kind of we took a break during the uh when the george floyd protests were kind of um really really hot and yeah we're just like it's just not the time and we haven't really gotten back to it yet Um, yeah understandable but yeah we were we were doing that for a while zoom improv is interesting um 
you know, at first it was very awkward and very weird and we're like, none of us enjoy this. Um, but once we started like realizing like, oh, we're just, we're just hanging out, having fun and just doing bits with each other online, then it just, then it became, you know, a blast. Yeah. Uh, because there, there are things in Zoom and probably that you can do that you can't do in real life. Um, you could be a lot more like physical and, and just do weird things. Cause you're like, you're in a, a room, you can do whatever you want. You have these props or whatever that you have in your, in your room. <laughs> uh, and it's just, you never know what's going to happen. You know? Yeah. I had a show and um, my daughter, my younger daughter, she's six years old. She's just like, I'm just, this is just where I want to hang out. And so every time I would start a scene, I would have to justify why I have a child <laughs> in my scene. <laughs> and uh, it was great. She was the star of the show. I think we were in space or something. Um, yeah, and that would never happen in, you know, live comedy. That's so. That is true. I didn't think about that. It's kind of like its own rules. It's like the wild, wild west of oh yeah, figuring out improv because yeah, and everything everything goes when you are on Zoom, I guess you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you think when uh, things open back up, do you think some people are just gonna stick onto Zoom, and maybe Zoom becomes like a thing all the time? That's a good question. Um, I think Zoom will kind of remain because I feel like we have never really taken advantage of the fact that we can have conversations with people across, you know, the states, across countries. Um, Like this technology has existed for such a long time, uh, but I feel like we haven't latched onto it until we were forced to. So now I think, you know, even after everything settles down there probably will be a a place for zoom i don't know what that'll look like because i think people uh, will yeah. always kind of like prefer live comedy but yeah because yeah, i've seen i've seen like virtual comedy clubs where they're kind of like running and producing zoom shows yeah. uh i assume is all of it but um but yeah like i'm like oh that could be like forever, you know, they could always have a virtual online comedy club and they can book people from Tokyo if they wanted to. And, you know, yeah. we could just see comics from around the world very yeah. easily. Um, and I'm curious if that's going to happen with like improv where it's like the torch is like, has like their own virtual, <laughs> like virtual torch versus in-person mm-hmm. torch, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see a show that's like half live, half uh, Zoom. Oh man, now you're now you're talking. Yeah, I like, like this idea. Yeah, like if you just go on stage with a laptop and or a couple laptops, and you have some performers on Zoom and some performers in real life. I don't know. I think there's something there. I was I was thinking like so differently than what okay. you were, what were you thinking. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you just bring laptops on stage. And I was like. <laughs> That's a way of doing it. <laughs> I was thinking uh, like a projector uh-huh. at a live show and then someone's Ooh. at home uh-huh. and they're like in the scenes but they're always just like on the big screen and like, then everyone's like in front of them like all small. <laughs> <laughs> like this Wizard of Oz head yeah. <laughs> that you're just you're in a scene with. Yeah, and then all of that is on a with a webcam so you can see the guy virtually in a live show on yes. your virtual. So it's just like eight layers of just yeah. <laughs> like virtually and, and in person. And everyone's like, I saw it all happen, you know? So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to produce that show. Yeah, please do. Uh, I'll take my part in that. But um, <laughs> yep. no, I, yeah, I, I really, I hope some of this sticks around in ways that we just don't see yet. I hope mm-hmm. that, like, uh, something is just, like, clicks with maybe it's Zoom or maybe uh, Facebook Lives or TikToks or something. Yeah, so. I'm positive. I mean, uh, yeah, you mentioned TikToks. Like, TikTok has blown up. Like, obviously, yeah. it was already, you know, a big thing. But then you put everybody in 
their houses and they're so bored. Everyone's like, I guess I'll download TikTok. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of blown up. Um, but I still think, you know, the quote unquote future of comedy probably still hasn't been invented yet. You know, I think people I are still figuring out ways to innovate um, and still do comedy yeah. despite not being able to do it live. Yeah, that's like why I thought it was interesting. Uh, the numbers have like really dropped on Instagram. Really? And uh, yeah, like the numbers have dropped on Instagram. And I, uh, I was talking to, I think it was like a, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking to someone about how TikTok makes sense because anytime you could go back three years ago, anytime you watch the TikTok, it could be, even if it was just like when people were just dancing, Mm -hmm. it's still in their house they're like dancing in their house and so it's a very like this is what i do at home type of vibe about it and Mm -hmm. then instagram's always been like this is what i look like on a mountaintop you know and so so of course they're like i don't have any mountaintops to post so they're just like moving to tiktok being like i'm at home dancing so yeah Yeah. it's it's weird how that change has kind of shifted and i've definitely like seen that change on my in my personal behavior like i'm way more on tiktok than i am on instagram lately so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah and there's probably going to be some app but still somebody's developing right now that we're going to yeah. be like why didn't we think of that you know like it makes yeah. so much sense yeah exactly yeah i can't wait until the day i'm at an open mic in person i'm waiting mm-hmm. for my turn and then some guy walks up on stage and he puts down a little device and then a, and then like <laughs> like a guy comes out of the device just projected out of the device hologram just yeah. a hologram on there <laughs> and then he does his set and then he gets taken off and, then, and I'm like he was just visiting like he was just like, <laughs> he's like from another city. He was like, "Hey, I just signed up." I just yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for the day that I go to Devils and there's a hologram of somebody telling terrible dick jokes. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait for that. And they're like, "I think he pre-recorded this." Like, <laughs> like we're all like judging that way. We're like, "Yeah, I think he." Is he doing this set across the country right now? Did he just hit sign up for all? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just like spam. He sends it out. He's doing no crowd work. I'm pretty sure. And then it becomes the whole thing where people are like, no holograms at this open mic. And then people are like, you're not accepting the future. You know? (laughs) And then just like, I just liked how comedy was before the holograms. (laughs) It's just a yes. whole future debate about comedy. Can't wait this is your that. screenplay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is all I've been writing in the shower mostly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you've been on TikTok though, right? You've been spending some time there. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, although my daughter you... commandeered uh, my phone for TikTok, so oh really? I've been doing a whole lot. Oh, okay. Um, so you're kind of banned from it. Is what you're saying. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm I'm already too old for it. Like, and for me to be doing it, and my 12 year old daughter not to be doing it, I feel like I don't know. It's against TikTok rules yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. It's very. Uh, yeah, you're right. Also, she's way better at, better at making TikToks than I am. Yeah, I I suck at TikTok, man. I'm oh, trying. But it's for fun. her, she just picks it up and she's like, oh yeah, I know, I can make a good TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, scrolling and I'm like, that? yeah, I'm like, you guys are geniuses. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's probably how people felt, uh, like stand-up comics probably felt like early 2000s and then like YouTube came around and all these like YouTube videos and they're like, I didn't even, you can do that? Like they're just like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I just been grinding it out at these open mics. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and some YouTubers famous and he's still in the club and they're like, what's happening? <laughs> Who the hell is Bo Burnham? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that debate. 
I remember when everyone's like, he's not a comic. You know, oh like, my God. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> is he making people laugh? Then he is. I don't uh, know check. tell you. Check. Um, yeah, man. Uh, any shows you've been getting into? Anything uh, you've been binging a lot of? Uh, I've been binging a ton of uh, 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. That's, That's your thing. Shit. Oh, yeah. Did you, just, did you start from season one and you're I like, did. I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to be able to understand what's going on, you know, in the new season unless I yeah. start from the beginning. Uh, and it's really good. It's so good. Like, you have all these, you know, women from all these different countries coming to the U.S. And uh, they're way out of these guys' leagues. But, um, you know, they make it work. Uh, <laughs> you know, somehow they make it work. And, <laughs> You know, they get their green cards and then the show ends. So who knows what happens afterward, but yeah, it's just, it's touching, you know, what true love um, between two people who can barely speak each other's language, um, you know, looks like. Would you, would you ever do a reality? Like, let's say you're not, you're not married. This mm-hmm. is so years ago, yep. uh, different life. Would you do a reality dating, marriage, any of those. I would love to. I I have like a big obsession with dating shows. I love dating shows. Like I love, you know, the ones on on Netflix, The the Bachelor. I was really in The Bachelor and Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise for a while. Uh, There's something about dating shows that I love. Like I'm like these two people like don't know each other and they're, to me, I feel like when people are being really fake, or like putting up like a mask or putting up like, um, you know, this projection to yeah. people that they don't really know. I feel like that's kind of when you see their true selves, you know, I don't, I don't think our true self is like who we are behind closed doors or whatever. I think it's like who we pretend to be like that tells you so much about who this person is. <laughs> they really want to be seen as, you know, the funny guy or they want yeah. to be seen as like the beautiful uh, a woman or whatever and i love seeing them try and like present themselves that way and then failing and then uh i don't know you see that vulnerability i just like i like seeing people crying <laughs> <laughs> when it comes down to it <laughs> this is the best moment of like television they're just like me. Look, they cry too. As you're crying, eating your popcorn. They're just like me. Oh. <laughs> I love that idea. I, I, would, uh, I would love to be in one of those shows. I don't know if I would ever do the dating stuff or any, mm-hmm. any of the marriage. I don't know if I could ever do that. Um, but I know what I could do is I really want to sign up for all these like Maybe not just cooking shows, but any like reality challenge shows. Uh huh. And I've decided that I would want to make a character up and go on as a character. Yes. Like just like just believable enough, not over the top, just not. <laughs> just like maybe I am the cool guy now, and I wear like cool shades or like you know, but like very much like. <laughs> not cool <laughs> yeah it like doesn't fit like yeah you borrowed it from somebody else you're like your yeah. leather jacket is is two sizes too big yeah and i'm just always every time it's me alone with a camera i'm just like saying quotes from like top gun or something mm-hmm. <laughs> <I'm> just, yeah <laughs> just, just just believable enough different character mm-hmm. <laughs> i looked at that obstacle course and thought i got the need for speed you know <laughs> you're like Let's try a different take. Nope, I think we got it. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> <Not at least. laughs> Do you need another Top Gun quote? Well, I got hundreds. And <laughs> uh, that's when I, I think that's a life goal of mine now is to do something like that. Yeah, but, you should. Yeah. Have you seen The Floor is Lava on Netflix? I've seen the preview. I think yeah. I understand the whole season. Yeah, you've seen the preview, you've seen the entire <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's obstacle course and the floor is lava. Uh, I watched Holy Moly recently. What you is seen that? that? It's a it's a, uh, a mini golf obstacle course. Ooh. So you hit the ball, and then also you have to jump across things. 
very okay. like it's like very like uh do you remember mxpx or no is that what that show was or is that just the band i think that's uh, a band <laughs> that's a band but it's, it was like on spike tv uh-huh where they like it was like obviously a show from overseas and like, like the jet ja- like that japanese show where they would like dub over Okay. Yeah, and they, they were like obstacle course. It was like the first oh, yeah, yeah. Like, huge thing in America. Like we, we just borrowed from another country. But um, of course, yeah. yeah, as we do. But uh, <laughs> it was it's like that where it's just like they're jumping and like getting hit by things and stuff, and it very much feels like that. And then also mini golf. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's I pretty good. It. It's a good. It's a fun show. It's a fun show. I liked it. Uh, I watched like four episodes of it, and I'm like, I think I get it you know so. yeah yeah sometimes yeah. i do that with reality shows i'm like i get the concept yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. but i, I was like here. i'll sign up for that i'm pretty good at mini golf yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm pretty good at being hit by giant uh, giant yeah. golf balls but sometimes Indiana they, Jones. sometimes they fall into the water and it looks cold and i'm like i don't know <laughs> looks very cold and they're like for 25 grand and i'm like after taxes, that's like four thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Worth getting hit and hit for. Yeah. So, yeah. what are your um? So you you finish the sketch class. Are you gonna be signing up for more classes? You think, or are you gonna be taking a break from that? I don't think so. I think because they they kind of laid out. Um, essentially where you go from from here and the next level of sketch is essentially doing um like writer's room stuff okay so i would love to kind of do writer's room stuff with writers in phoenix yeah not knowing so that's kind of where where i left that um i i really enjoyed doing sketch and like forcing myself to think that way um, but I, I don't know that that's yeah that's what I want to do for, yeah, it's kind of like, I get it. it it's like, uh, there's a lot of things in the creative realm where it's like, you take like a base class and then you're like, okay, I now mm-hmm. have the fundamental tools. It's like, yeah. like stand ups one of those where it's like, mm-hmm. you take the classes and then you're like, now I can go to open mics if you want to go that route and just be like, right. I can work this out in the future. So it, I, I could totally see how that could be one of those where you're like, I, I get all the tools. Now I'll apply this to, with my friends. Exactly. Yeah. And that it's very similar to stand up because you know, yeah, you can take a stand up class. I've never taken one, but I imagine it can only really do so much for you because the way that you get better is by writing, going up, rewriting going up writing go, you know it's that kind of grind i think sketch is the same way um like if i were just to write a sketch a week you know that would probably do more than spending a lot of money on another sketch class um yeah yeah 100 percent. that's a that was like earlier when we we're talking about like writing over and over uh mm-hmm. it reminded me of like when people would be like they would, they would know, they would know that I like would write all week and then do stand up all week, and they're like, I don't know how you do that, and I'd be like, ninety percent of them are terrible. Like, oh, so bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I've been doing this for a long time, and I think the ratio is pretty much the same still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just get more confident. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna say this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You you develop a sense of like, yes, this is not gonna go over well yeah but um, also i have a bad habit with stand-up of picking one and like ride until i die of like no no, no. <laughs> this is a great idea and all my friends I know. are like i don't think it is man i don't like has it gone well ever and i'm like mm, we'll mm. see and then six months later i'm like you guys were right i wasted six months on this joke. <laughs> <laughs> i know God, I have so many of those, especially, I mean, in the beginning, but even now I'm like, oh, I know this can work. Yeah. And it's like, it, it can't. Right now I'm like, am I 
funny. Like I write stuff down oh, and I'm like, yeah. this is not good. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I'll look through my notes and be like, was this, was this supposed to be a joke or like, is it a shopping list? I don't know. Yeah, I'll text an idea to a friend and they'll not respond. So I know it's <laughs> I, I'll respond. I'll respond. Okay. Uh, I don't want to... You don't have to. I don't want to put you on the spot. But, <laughs> Jacob, do you have a... Uh, I was thinking, since this is like a virtual podcast right now, do you have a, a virtual tweet that you, you, you are loving right now? A tweet that you wrote Tweet like, I wrote your favorite one right now that I love right now. Yeah, um, one that I've tweeted out or one that I've <laughs> said. You know what? This is a bad tweet. Uh, I'm gonna say that you tweeted out because I want. Okay. To, I, I don't want later you to feel like you need to call me and be like, you know, can we not have that tweet in the, <laughs> <laughs> in the podcast? Yeah, um, I think my favorite tweet um, that I've tweeted out during all this was, was just like, how I, I miss physical affection so much that like, after all this is over, I'm just gonna start hugging everybody. You know? <laughs> like, like my mailman or my dad or whatever, you know. I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> You're gonna be a you're gonna be a hugger now. I'm gonna be a hugger. Yeah. Those are my favorite people to meet. It's when they go, I'm a hugger. And then just meet <laughs> hands open, just arms. Like, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger, man. I, hugger. I feel like huggers are gonna be banned though after this. Uh, I think I wrote that when I was kind of optimistic that <laughs> you would ever have physical contact again. Uh, <laughs> I have a backup one, though. I have a backup tweet. Uh, yeah. So I watched that movie yesterday. Have you seen it? No, but I, I've, I, I've seen the preview. Yeah, so that the, uh, the concept, if you've seen the preview, you've seen the whole movie. <laughs> uh, the concept is basically this guy wakes up in a world where he's like a struggling musician. He wakes up in a world where everyone forgot that the Beatles existed, like they never yeah. did, whatever. So he starts quote-unquote, writing all these Beatles songs. And everyone's like, that's amazing. You know, where did that come from? And he's like, it's from the Beatles. Come on, you know the Beatles. And they're like, nope, we'd have never heard of that. And uh, my old thing was just like, if that guy came up to me and he was like, really, you've never heard of the Beatles? I'd be like, no, no, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, yeah. What, 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 I am the walrus? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I've heard that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's pretty good, it's pretty good. Yeah. That would be useless to that guy. Yeah, yeah, we danced to that in high school. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vaguely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. I like that idea. I like that idea. You're just like, I just want to be a part of this. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I'll never admit that I don't know something. Like, it's just, if you ask me, like, if I've seen a TV show, I'm like, uh, yeah, I think I've seen a couple episodes of that. And uh, I'm lying. I'm just I've seen lying. the preview. <laughs> I've seen the preview. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, thank you so much, Jacob, for being on the show. For sure. I appreciate you. Uh, where, where can people find you on, on the internet? Yeah, uh, I think on Instagram, uh, Jacob Andrew Cano, my full legal name. Uh, on Twitter, I think I'm also Jacob Andrew Cano. Mm -hmm. um, my full legal name. Yeah, follow me there. My Instagram, I've just been posting like selfies that I've been okay. taking, uh, like headshots. Yeah, they look uh, great. Yeah, I, I feel like that's my quarantine hobby is I bought, you know, a decent camera and I just, I'm like, I'm gonna teach myself photography because I am probably one of the worst people when it comes to taking pictures like I'm in my friend group, I'm like notoriously bad at taking pictures. Like if we're out and someone needs a picture, everyone will be like, oh, don't give it to Jacob. 
because all our heads would be cut off <laughs> or it'll be very blurry or whatever. Like, I don't know why I have such bad luck with that. And so I'm like, I'm going to fix this. The one That's part great. about me that I hate. <laughs> I love that. I love that you recognize and you go, you know what? I'm going to get great at this. I'm going to do it. And those photos are looking great. I didn't know that you are the one taking them. I just scroll by and I go, Jacob's looking great today. And then I like Thanks. it. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome, man. Well, uh, I've been your host, Zach Lyman. This has been the Zach Lyman Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you again, Jacob, for being on the show. Um, I appreciate all of you. And outro music.